0: And that is why this is the best damn flag league in Jersey.
1: The Cowboys are the first ever Old Bridge Flag Football League champions.
0: And what's going on everybody? Welcome back to the Old Bridge Flag Football League podcast. As you can see, not TJ. TJ. Kurtzman the holdout in the building. continues. The holdout continues. The holdout continues. We are now, I think, seven days into the holdout. Yeah. Still have not heard back from TJ. We are actually in TJ's house. TJ is not here, though. He's gone
2: AWOL. We, we're not sure where he is.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm here with Augie, obviously, and uh, Tommy. Tommy is, in the, is building. in the building. His own house, of course. Um, Shocker. Real quick, we'll just get into what's going on for this week's games. Uh, Games are going to be back at SJV. Games are at 11.30 and 12.45. The first game is Ohio State, the number one seed, against the number six seed, Notre Dame, who we'll talk about later their triumph of number three, Arizona. And it will be number two, Oklahoma, against number four, Arizona State. And, of course, we'll get into that one as well. Um, Anything you want to say? Let's do it. All right, so I guess the games on uh, Sunday at Bay Cougars Field we can classify as uh, sloppy, for lack of a better word. Um, the field conditions were sloppy. The weather was sloppy. Some, A lot of the play at times felt sloppy. But regardless, playoff football, got to play in the conditions, whatever it is. Um, we moved the games to Sunday so we could play the Saturday game. Uh, real quick, we'll just get over that, obviously. Oklahoma beat TCU. TCU didn't make the playoffs. Notre Dame did. Notre Dame made the playoffs, winning their first two games and then losing the last five games of the regular season. And because of the Oklahoma win, they sneak into the playoffs and – they did damage. I guess we can talk about that game first. Notre Dame comes out and shocks the OBFL, yeah. beats Arizona, who we thought some people in this room thought were the best team in the league going into the playoffs. Power rankings on the top. Yeah, power rankings on the top. They say that being on top of the power rankings has not been. Might be been, bad luck. Might be bad luck. But I went
2: to one and then lost to TCU.
0: I lost when I was number one. Yeah. Now Arizona loses with their number yeah, one for you. Just... Let's get into that game, though. So what did you see? Tommy from Notre Dame and uh, Arizona. I, I think
1: it hurt Arizona tremendously that uh, Joe Piscopo wasn't there. He's the catalyst on their
0: offense and not having him there I think hurt Smitty a lot. No, it did, 100%. I mean, having Matt, it's it's an equi- equivalent sub, but in terms of having chemistry with the team and His knowing role, your role. Yeah. yeah, Piscopo's role was very di- – not different than a lot of line, but Smitty really featured him yeah. in every game this year. I think after week two or three, every week I was writing down Piscopo, four for 80 and a touchdown, six for 60 and a touchdown. He was very integral part of that offense, like you said, and I think not having him led to only scoring 12 points. I think also there were drops, there were um, – mistakes by smitty that he could have prevented um i think he tried to really tr- he really still tried to push the ball down the field like he always had but i feel like in this game maybe that wasn't the best strategy because as we can see he couldn't get the ball down the field yeah. to his receivers
2: i thought he could have used his legs more i, yeah. I feel like that would have changed the game um but no notre-, notre dame they've i bet, i think they're a very good team i don't don't be surprised if they give IB a game and beat him because yeah. I think their defense is legit and we've been saying it all year. Douglas arguably the best player in the league. Q has been amazing on defense and I think they just played great as a team.
1: Yeah I've, I've been critical of Sam uh, most of the season but uh, I, I never questioned his toughness. The kid is tough as nails and you know he'll give you everything got, he's got when he plays. Uh, the thing I, I, I saw that I liked is that he was going to his playmakers and that's what he has to do to keep this team successful, at least on the offensive side of the ball.
0: Yeah, no, um, what I was going to ask you was what do you, what'd you see from Notre Dame that really propelled them to that win. And I think one of the things, like you just said, was getting the playmakers involved. Q led the team in targets, led the team in catches. Uh, he went to Nick King in a big moment. Yeah, Nick and, King's been phenomenal. Yeah, he's made a lot of big yeah. plays this year. Um, didn't really play a lot of offense in, in the, the summer, summer. No. at all for the Vikings. But no, no, King no, no, comes the on Jets. Notre Dame. No, he's but, a weapon now. Oh, Jets, yes, the Jets. Um and now he's a weapon because he goes out, he had his game-winning touchdown, had a couple other touchdowns throughout the year, showed that he really is more than just a defensive player. Um, how do you feel Notre Dame matches up with Ohio State in the next round? Not to get into a recap, a pre—not uh, to get into the preview, but that's what everyone's obviously looking at. Yeah, I uh, to me, I, I
1: equate uh, IB as uh, like this league's uh, Lamar Jackson. Okay. So, you know, if you're going to have a tough time containing him, you have to put pressure on him. You have to have have speed on the ends. Mm -hmm. To match his speed, it's the only way. Uh, And, you know, they they got a fine line. Douglas is a great player. So uh, that's going to be a good matchup. But uh,
0: the key for them is going to be keeping the pressure on IB. Yeah, I think also just not to get into a recap, but just to say they're going to have to really – Keep long drives on offense, keep I.B. off the field on the offensive side, that's definitely the way to beat right. them.
1: I saw a lot of quick receiver screens uh, with uh, with Q that I liked. Yeah. I think that's something i got to do more. Get him the ball in open space. And getting the ball out of Sam's
0: hands quickly, letting right. him make quick decisions.
1: And, and listen, such a clutch, clutch throw at the end of the game. That oh was, yes,
0: on the run. That was Nick King in the yes end of the game? Nick yeah, King. Great, great no. throw. Uh, you know,
1: great awareness. Uh, that was under... Was that yeah, they, they rallied because yeah, um, they, cause I, they were, like, dead on. in the yeah. water. After that Ivanac touchdown,
0: the, um, the morale was very yeah, low. Yeah,
1: and
2: they, when they tied that game, I thought, okay, Arizona could pull away here, and Sam got them going, and now they're in the... Semifinals,
0: Yeah, and uh, not a spot that I thought I'd be seeing Notre Dame in, especially losing five straight to end the yeah. season. But listen, you're in the Final Four now of the, of the league, and anything, anything can, happen. can happen. Yeah, I didn't
1: realize someone said that was his first win since Week 2. I was going, wow, I can't believe it. And I, I'm been saying, this is an elite team, and I'm not taking away from that. I
0: think they are an elite team. Uh, but... To lose five weeks in a row? Wow. Yeah, and then still make the, sneak yeah. into the playoffs and then win your playoff game. That just kinda listen, I said it to Sam, I think week two or week three that uh I felt he was a very good leader. I was watching him play, watching him keep his team morale high, like uh always cla- like just doing the things that leaders do to keep their team in games even when they right. might not have the talent everywhere. But their talented team, I'm excited for their game against Ohio State, but uh I'll give you the stats on this one real quick so we can go on to the next one. All right. For Notre Dame, Sam Allen, 12-20, of 20, 115 yards, three touchdowns. Douglas had one catch for 20 yards and a sack. Uh, Q had three, three catches, 30 yards, also two packs breakups on defense. Justin Suarez, three catches, 40 yards big and a touchdown. Touchdown. Sam came, touchdown. Sam came to me before the game and said Justin Suarez is going to make a couple, couple big plays today, and he wow. had a couple big catches. Uh, Joe Rowe caught a touchdown and also had a sack. Uh, Nick King caught the game-winning touchdown. And Joey Raddy, didn't get targeted the whole game. The fourth down and the play after that on the game-winning drive, both to Raddy. So he keeps everyone involved, gets everyone going. Um, They play Ohio State on Saturday at SJV at 11.30. Um, For Arizona, Smitty, 8 of 21, 130 yards, one touchdown. Rushed nine times for 41 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Jordan Mayo had 3 for 35 Joe Ivanak caught the the long touchdown Also finished 2 for 50 uh, Zach Bilheimer had a sack Spoh 2 for 33 Paulie just held to one catch And Kevin Christie had a pass breakup um, Arizona, great season I thought you guys had a really good shot Of win, winning the whole league um, About midway through the year I thought you guys could really get into form Uh, I hope to see you guys back in either the basketball league or the next football league in the summer or anything else that I have. You guys were great. Um, Shout-out Pauly, Zach, Spo, Smitty. Smitty, Smitty. first-year quarterback. Smitty's a dog. Smitty, a dog. Never gives up. Um, And shout-out all the rest of the guys on there. You guys know um, George, Kevin, all y'all. Jordan Mayo. Mayo. Come back next year ready to play. I'm excited for it. All right, let's – Get into the second game of the day, Augie, this was your game, Arizona State against UCLA. Arizona State wins 31-24, but the game was really 25-24 going into the last play. True had a pick six to seal the game, I guess, as yeah, time expired. Of walked off of- <laughs> yeah, it was a walk- it was it had a little bit of a walk-off feel to it, but um, this one was a super competitive game with, honestly, a lot of controversy. A yeah. um, couple of big plays that turned the tide for one team or the other, but... In the end of the day, I do think the better team won, but that's not to say wait, anything from UCLA. UCLA played great; they came alive at the end of the season. Um, Rob took big steps at the end of the year, made big plays to Liam all day. The line played great. Um, it, at the end of the day, Augie just made one more play. What do you? What did you th- see in this game, with Tommy? Uh, tough game. Uh, again, you're playing in,
1: in cold, wet conditions. Tough to throw the ball. Tough to catch a ball. I see a lot of guys, you know, discard their gloves. Uh, of course, they felt a lot of uh, the ball kicks coming off their hands, uh, but they kept it competitive. Uh, Orgy with his legs, Rob with his legs, Orgy with his arm, Rob with his arm. Yep. No.
0: Uh, you know
1: they went blow for blow. Uh, uh, a lot of chippiness on the line. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad that we were able to keep it on the control where it wasn't any uh, any fights. It. But uh, a lot of complaints about the officiating, about the calls, about the
0: holdings. Um, Look,
2: yeah. if if you call one holding call, you're gonna have to call it every. Basically, they holding, Look, every holding play. on every. Freaking.
0: I understand sometimes it's excessive And it, it, if we miss it, we miss it But if you want us to call holdings You're, not, you're just not going to be happy with the way the game's being played Because there'll be no flow The offense won't be able to move the ball I just think that you kind of got to give and take And just keep playing the game
1: Yeah, like I said, in a tough, sloppy game You know, you got a lot of guys Like Especially I was watching, there was a lot of bull rushing You have a lot of strong guys on the line And if you're bull rushing and your your opponent gets leverage Where he can throw you, that's not a hold It's not a hold I don't disagree with you Uh... Again, I, I heard some rumblings that you know the the officials were siding with Augie because he's a league commissioner. I don't agree with that. I couldn't care less who you wins. You know, there are times where referees see different, and they get together, and we have three referees there: it was me, you, and Joe Joe Pep. Yeah. And consensus is the majority is going to you know. Yeah, make the, yeah ruling. Make the ruling.
0: The ruling. So if that. I
1: see something and I'll, I'll get together with you and Joe and say, "Listen, this is the way it happened. in Another game. This set the precedent. This is what we're calling." Then I'm, I'm, you know, we're getting the call right. We're working to get the call right. We're not working to, to you know,
0: get anyone ahead in the playoffs. Yeah. No. Hundred uh, percent. Like I said, the day of the games, I don't care who wins. I just want everyone to play, have a good time, and keep the games competitive. But. Listen, it's what it is. Doesn't I just, matter. I just don't like the finger pointing thing. And, yeah, the you finger pointing of the refs. Listen, both teams play great. I think, regardless of what team won, the other team was going to say that the refs did something to give them, right. not uh, give them the win. But it is what you it know, is. Don't fumble the ball on the two yard line.
1: Uh, don't give up a fourth and twenty to Augie when, they, when less than a minute left to play. <laughs> but that's not the referee's
0: fault. You know, I don't want to point fingers, but someone's going to point something to me. I'm going to point to them. Yeah, no, I disagree. I 100 agree with you. Let's get into the game more. Augie, how did you? What, what were your thoughts on the game? Because you guys started slow.
2: Um, yeah, we both, Rob went three and out, and then we actually drove downfield three straight plays, and then I threw an interception.
0: To Liam. To Liam. That's in the end zone. In the end
2: zone and then, I believe Rob came down. Rob in,
0: comes down and scores. Yeah, and he then had then, that rushing touchdown.
2: Yeah. Um, and then the second drive, um, ball went through one of my guys' hands right into TJ Brown. Nothing you could do about that. And then, I think we just, we just fought. We were down 18-6 uh,
0: at halftime. hmm And we just, you
2: know, we played better.
0: Listen, the big play in the game. I think we all know. Everyone that was there saw the biggest play in the game. You guys come out of the half. You score a touchdown on the first play of the next drive for UCLA. Austin messes up the snap. It rolls behind the line. Amir picks it up, runs the other way. Yeah, I think Uh, he was just like celebrating because I think he just everyone just yeah everyone kind of stopped moving. Um. But, yeah, so Austin mishandles the snap, like we said, playing in sloppy conditions. This kind of stuff is bound to happen. Uh, you guys hit the ball on the four-yard four yard line, That's score. It. And then just like that, it's 18-18. It's a brand-new ball game. We still have 15 minutes left to play. Um, I think UCLA did fine keeping their composure. They came down and scored, I'm pretty sure. If not on the first the initial possession, the next time they got the ball, they came down and scored. I'm pretty sure you guys stopped them. You guys scored, then they scored with a Liam touchdown with probably, what, yeah, a little under two minutes left. I think there was like a minute 14, something yeah. like that left. no. Listen, it was a hard-fought game by both sides, and I think it just really came down to who had the ball last. Yeah, and I, me and Robert talking about it like throughout the weeks, and I said it's going to come down whoever has the
2: last possession. And that's what happened the first game, too. And mm-hmm, yeah. it just so happens that I had it, and he had the ball with three seconds left. Yeah. so it's really nothing you could do
1: Liam's such a great player yeah. yeah no Liam we had problems with Liam all game we all were switching
2: game. guys on and off him
0: it's just he came yeah, up with
1: a, a big fourth down. I think it was fourth and maybe yes, 20. Yes, early in the game. Yeah. In the game. Yeah. Rob
0: and Liam had that connection towards the end of the year where uh, it was really just really simply Liam run, ran that 10, 15 yards and then cut across the field. Then he mm-hmm. cut across the field the way Rob was running. Rob was hitting him. Rob was hitting that throw over and over again the last three, four weeks. Uh, I watched the film. It's all literally all over UCLA's film is that. Um I guess that's really all about the game. There were a couple of big plays that kind of decided it. Both teams played very well, I think, for the conditions and the field and yeah, everything that was... Couldn't
2: throw the ball downfield. Couldn't throw the ball
0: downfield in that weather. It was uh, quarterbacks, both you and Rob, uh, slipped and fell multiple times trying yeah. to make cuts. Rob started getting very choppy with his steps. So that, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I You always take very long strides, I feel like. Rob gets really choppy, um, which is good for that. But listen, end of the day. Great game for both teams. Uh, UCLA... Season was very up and down. Big win in week one, then you lose a couple in a row and then you really fought hard to win the last two last three games and, and make then, the playoffs. Yeah,
2: I think what sparked their season was that fifty nothing loss to I B and they all got together and said we're better than this and they they showed it the last what three games?
0: No, yeah. I the last three games UCLA played so much better than they had yeah. played the first five and I was very happy to see it. They, they started playing their roles more. The offensive line committed to blocking. The receivers committed to working in and out, getting everyone reps because everyone was capable on that team. Um, it was a great season. I wish Rob had figured it out with this team a little bit earlier because I think that they could have been a problem yeah. if they had more time, more chemistry together going forward. Um, I'll just read the stats from this one real quick. From Arizona State, Augie finished 11-17, 166 yards, two passing touchdowns, three interceptions. Don't do that against me or it's not going to end up the same way. Um Eight rushes, 74 yards, rushing touchdown, three pass breakups on defense. Julius finished 2 for 41 in a touchdown. Jack, 3 for 55 in a touchdown. Also had a rushing touchdown. Game winner. Game winner. Ended up being the game winner. Dave had a 15-yard catch. I said Dave. (laughs) Steve (laughs) Redesco. Steve Redesco had a 15-yard catch. Amir had a big sack. Um... On one of the, the drives when they were when UCLA was marching down the field, I remember that he also had a fumble recovery that ended up being one of the biggest plays in yeah. the game. Didn't even real, I don't even think he realized what, like what? he knew what was happening, but he ran the wrong way yeah. after catching the ball. Um, Garvey finished three catches, forty-five yards. Glad to see him get catches of some sort. Yeah. I don't know if he had any in the regular season. No, so
2: the last two games,
0: I, yeah, he got. I realized feeding, right? I need Garvey out there. Garvey's so. a very good player; he makes a lot of plays. True, all over the place. Sack, pass breakup, had a catch, and also the pick six that ended the game. For UCLA, Rob finished 13 and 19, 168 yards, two touchdowns, one pick. Finished with nine attempts, six, seven rushing yards, and a touchdown. Liam, like we said, was a dog all year, but finished his last game of the season six for 100. Two touchdowns, also an interception. Wiz, five catches, 36 yards and a sack. Cologne had two catches and 32 yards. TJ Brown, two interceptions. Billy had a pass breakup. All right, so real quick, I know the Instagram's been lacking over the next couple of days leading up to the semifinals and through the through to the championship. We will post all the Hava Days from the last couple of weeks that we missed. We will post the fantasy leaders from each of the last couple of days on the, uh, over the next couple of weeks on the Twitter so we can keep that thread going um the stats are finalized on the website you can go check it out obffl.com um there's stats on there there i am gonna get all the videos on there all the photos on there so everything's on the website for you guys um so i guess i'll just plug the basketball league with that being said basketball league guys gotta have teams to me by december 15th if you're looking for a team hit me up and let me know i will do my best to try to find a team that is looking for extra guys um but still keep looking for your own team while also letting me know that you're looking for a team. Um, teams are very competitive. I think I already have seven teams ready to go, so only three more spots cause I only have 10 spots for 10 teams. So that's the best, league. Remember, sign up. Got to let me know your team by December 15th, and the first game is January 5th, which is also the day that you need to be fully paid. If you do not pay before January 5th, 2020, you do not play in the first game that Sunday. Um, anything else, guys? League?
2: Um... I'm excited for the preview pod, I'm excited for this weekend, and I'm excited to beat you.
0: So. Yeah, well, I'm <laughs> one know against guys this year, so.
2: So, you lost in the championship, you're a bitch. Yep. I don't to you. See
0: you on the preview pod, uh, either Thursday night or Friday night. And as always, subscribe to TJ's podcast, Bree and Tiege, OBFFL, Triple Threat, Tuesdays with Tiege. Subscribe to them all. Have a good one, boys.